0: Last time. <laughs> Welcome to Tune In Town, episode sixty-seven. I'm your host Devin and today we have someone new, Natalie. Howdy. Hi, thanks for being on the show. No problem. So today we're going to be talking about Disney gangs. I think something that kind of <laughs> flies over most people's heads and they they don't know, you know, the in depth detail of what it's all about.
1: Yeah, I only know because my dad is part of I think two or three at the moment.
0: Oh, wow. Um, And so we're going to talk about that as our main segment later in the show today. But uh, Natalie, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you like Disney parks.
1: Okay. Um, I am an artist and I do some freelance graphic design, but I also love to write. And Disney does an amazing job of just building this fantastical world within their parks and movies and just media in general. And I've been going to Disney since, I'm, since I was a kid, and I still go to Disney whenever I go down to California. And there's something about Disney that just makes you want to keep going back. And it's, it's this feeling of wanting to know every single thing that about it. You've gone on the rides, you know how they feel, but how do they work and how do they change? And there seems to always just be something new when you go to Disney and it just makes it amazing.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that, that the first couple times you visit Disneyland, it's about the rides, about the Mm -hmm. experience. But then after that, you dig deeper and you find all the little secrets and the hidden history. Oh,
1: yeah, it's I had this book that was all about the hidden history of Disneyland, and I think I read it when, gosh, when I was like 10 or 11, and I still find myself pulling out that book and rereading it whenever I can.
0: Yeah, it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, thank you for being on the show.
1: Yeah, no problem. It will
0: be fun. This will, uh, I think we've talked about it, and this is going to kind of lead up to a Disney World trip that we've planned, and we'll release some episodes while we're there, and we'll just build up the hype as we move forward. So... Uh, today we are going to skip Adventureland chat and head straight into Tomorrowland Bugle where we're going to discuss what we're excited about in Star Wars Land, opening this summer, I
1: believe. Uh, Yeah, like it may, no, yeah, May 1st, May 1st, I could be wrong. It's oh. May, no, 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 it's not May 1st, it's June 1st or May 31st. I think it's May it's 31st. One of them. I don't know. It's not May 1st. I know that. (laughs) It's not May 1st.
0: (laughs) It's probably May 31st because I remember we were talking about it and school ending and everything. Yeah, I think,
1: think, yeah.
0: Towards the end of May, beginning of June. So, stuff to look forward to, but let's go ahead and get into Tomorrowland Bugle. Initiate countdown.
1: And now for the news.
0: Welcome to Tomorrowland Bugle. We're going to talk about Star Wars Land. So, Natalie, what are you personally excited about for Star Wars Land?
1: Well, I grew up on Star Wars. Uh, I have a very we vivid. Oh yeah, I have this disgusting memory of eating fish sticks, which I did love, and watching Luke uh, climb into a tauntaun and the inside of that tauntaun looking like fish sticks.
0: Mmm, mm,
1: is right. Uh, mm. So yeah, I grew up on Star Wars. I am so excited to be able to have that just kind of immersive Disney feeling in something that I really kind of idolized as a kid and personally i'm excited for the millennium falcon ride oh because who didn't want to drive the millennium (laughs) falcon right
0: Oh, that's gonna be so much fun! oh
1: gosh it's gonna be so cool i feel like this is
0: the perfect generation for a land like this to come into the disney parks oh yeah yeah. just because you've had you have all of these adults who weren't quite within that generation to be old enough to see it in theaters Mm -hmm. but yet still grow up with it and even bring their kids in with it so it's really like this yeah. whole family occasion
1: yeah and I, I i truly agree this is a great move on disney's part of doing it now and even though it felt like it took forever to build i mean the the construction was quite quick so i, th- yeah. I think they had just kind of that same idea in mind
0: hmm and uh from what we've seen from leaked photos and concept art and everything it looks like imagineers are going all out trying to design it in a really immersive experience for the guests
1: Yeah, it's actually, there's this place here in Utah called Evermore, Mm
0: -hmm. which is
1: basically like a you come in and you kind of take on this character of somebody who's fallen into this fantasy world and there's no attractions or rides or anything but you become a part of the story and that's really what Disney's trying to do here. They're hiring actors to walk around and interact with the guests which is something that they haven't really done before unless there's like a special a quote-unquote event going on. So it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out and if that large amount of uh, interaction is going to steer away guests.
0: Yeah, I, It would be really interesting for me to be able to go into the park and be completely surrounded by stormtroopers and aliens and all these things. It will be really, really immersive.
1: I think it, it w- I think it's going to kind of freak me out. I'm, I'm going to yeah. be honest here. I think it's going to be a little freaky because it's like, I remember seeing you on TV when I was five. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> It's also just like you have that slight intimidation whenever you're around cast members in costumes and everything. Oh, yeah. So if you're in a giant land surrounded by these people, I feel like it's still going to be a little bit frightening. But it will be cool. Oh,
1: yeah. It's going to be constant high alert, but it's going to be so freaking neat.
0: Yeah. Disney's bringing in a bunch of stuff. I think it will be a lot of trial and error along with um, hopefully some highs Mm -hmm. and hopefully no lows for the Disney company.
1: Well, yeah. And I mean, if you have live actors there there's going to be some situations that they're not going to be prepared for because yeah. you can't prepare for every situation in a continuous live performance.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, as far as ride goes, we know, I believe, of three different rides. With a Millennium Falcon ride, the Rise of the Resistance ride, and then an X-Wing Dumbo knockoff.
1: Oh, I didn't know about that I, one.
0: I heard that a little while ago. I haven't heard much about it yet just because it's kind of a it's an A ticket, oh, essentially. Yeah. Well- so. I don't know. I think it would be... I, I'm i excited for Millennium Falcon.
1: I am too, but I gotta say I'm also pretty pumped for uh, Disneyland's first trackless ride because they've done that in other countries before, but not in Disneyland, and I could be wrong, but I don't think they've done it in Disney World yet.
0: Oh, so you're talking about like the Winnie the Pooh ride, I believe, in... Is it Shanghai?
1: No, it's Hong Kong.
0: Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, where you're in the honeypot and it's like magnets.
1: Yeah, and they did it in France with the Ratatouille ride. Oh,
0: and in... um. Mystic Manor,
1: yeah. In, oh my gosh, that's so cool! I don't know where that's that Hong at. Kong too. Okay. That's on that's in Disney Sea, I think, Disney which sea. is like California Adventure adjacent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to talk about those rides mm-hmm. in a different episode. But um, which one is that? Is that one for like that's, the Rise of the Resistance? Yes, yeah. yeah. And that one is supposed to bring back kind of that Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. feel with the hundreds of A one hundred animatronic figures. Yep. That, that will be that will be pretty cool to mm-hmm. see. But all right, uh, we also heard the rumors that they're gonna bring bringing in alcohol.
1: Yes, so they are making a canteen, and it will be the first place in Disneyland besides Club Thirty Three to sort of alcohol.
0: Hmm. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's actually a very good move on Disney's part. Is a lot of people were getting mad that they could have alcohol in California Adventure and not Disneyland because sometimes you have screaming kids, and that's the only thing that can help you survive <laughs> Disneyland. Oh <laughs> so. Gosh. And I mean, not only that, but it does fit extremely well with the Disney, uh, with uh, the Star Wars theme, because there is some pretty alcohol intensive themes in Star Wars. And for people or for a little bit of deeper fans, I think they have, I don't know, an almost appreciation for that. Like this is, this is, they're taking it one step further by nodding to some of the darker themes in Star Wars while still keeping it family friendly.
0: Yeah. Um. I've never been affected by alcohol, either in DCA or from Club 33 or anything. Like, within Disneyland, I've never seen uh, low points, I guess, from Neither guests or I. anything. Because uh, I think they put pretty strict regulations on it. Yeah,
1: and you can only have it within the cantina.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, but I do feel like that's kind of going against from what Walt Disney wanted. I, In my own personal uh, opinion, just because... Walt Disney, the only place you could get it is Club 33, and that's it. Like, it was supposed to be a wholesome, friendly activity, and alcohol, I believe, in his opinion, was more so as... It, it's a way for adults to become childish. I gotcha. Right. So I don't know if he would be happy with it, but I think it's okay that they're just restricting it only to the cantina, and if they restrict guests to only a couple, right, so well, that they're not yeah, intoxicated. Yeah. But
1: No, I agree. I just... I feel... Expanding Disneyland and Disney World and any Disney park is a very frustrating thing because we don't mm-hmm. know what Walt would have wanted specifically. Yeah, that's and true. you have to Disney has a very tough decision of do we respect what we think Walt may have wanted or do we move forward with what we think would make money. And so I feel like this is at least a moderate balance between the two.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that. That actually it's a very good point. Thank you. <laughs> um okay. Is that it? I think Yeah. So, Star Wars Land opening this summer. So pumped. End of May, beginning of June. Yeah. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a ton of fun. But let's go ahead and move into the main part of our show, where we're going to talk about Disney gangs. Heck
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Welcome back. Uh, As I've said before, we're going to be talking about Disney gangs. Something that I don't believe a lot of people know about.
1: No, not really. Not really.
0: Uh, Natalie, we were talking and she brought up Disney games. I had no idea what they were. And so this, it sparked this chain reaction of, you know, all these questions. And it's a really interesting topic. Something that I feel like is something really fun to talk about. So...
1: Oh yeah, totally And not a lot of people know about it I'm like, oh yeah, my dad's in one of these these Disney gangs And I get the look like I have turned blue Because <laughs> Disney and gang are not usually in the same sentence
0: Oh yeah, hardly uh, Just give us a rundown of like what these people look like What they do What you know
1: I, I uh, So <laughs> Basically what they are is social clubs They aren't gangs, unfortunately Because that would be hilarious mm-hmm. um, Well, I mean, it still is But it's fine So they get together a few times a week, they do Disney-related activities, they go to the park, um, and they have jackets, and they're not like cool hoodies or sweatshirts. They're jean jackets with yeah. their logos in a, on a patch or painted on the back. And then they have a bunch of Disney pins covering the entire thing. And the more pins you have, the cooler you are.
0: <laughs> so if you ever go to a Disney park and you see these group of grown adults, often what I've seen is they have tattoos and gauges. They and do.
1: Yeah. Yep. It depends different... on the gang. It does depend on the gang. But they and, do. Like, different yeah. colored hair. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and they're wearing these all matching <laughs> jean jackets. They're part of a Disney gang. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Keep your kids away. (laughs) Actually, they're fine. Like, they're they're just...
0: They're just groups of friends who wear matching clothes and do specific stuff relating to Disney.
1: Like a Disney boy band. Yeah. Except not all boys. (laughs)
0: There's all these rumors floating around that like Disney gangs are mean to kids. They skip lines. They bribe uh, cast members to let them on rides really? faster. Yeah, I there's all, heard this. There's all these rumors from what I've seen and from my research that people are terrified of these Disney gangs because they feel like they're they're ruining the park.
1: Look, l- let me let me clear something out up about a Disney gang. My father is. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's, like, 40-ish years old. He works in IT, goes to Disneyland three times a week, has four children, and collects Starbucks mugs for fun. He is part of a Disney gang. <laughs> the only tattoo that he has is a little Mickey with a thirteen point, or 26.2 on his ankle because he ran a Disney marathon. He does not skip lines. He just knows Disneyland very well, which I think is what kind of gives these has well that sorry and so what makes these stigmas around Disney gangs is that these people know Disneyland well and so it seems like they're cutting lines and bribing people but they just know when to hit the rides at the right time
0: they know how to exploit the system
1: exactly yeah <laughs> i mean if you if you go to disney enough you do pick up a few yeah. kind of ways to get around stuff
0: yeah definitely and that's one of the things referring back to the beginning of the uh, <clears throat> the beginning of the episode is talking about how you re- re- revisit, geez, you revisit Disneyland and it's, you pick up on the little things, little he- secrets exactly. and everything. And,
1: and just th- what makes it fun. These are just people who have revisited Disneyland so many times and they found people who are in that same kind of mentality of, wow, we, I, I really like Disneyland. This is something that I enjoy. So.
0: Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And from what I've seen again in the research is people have these crazy rumors about them, but in all honesty, they're nice people. They don't do Anything mean, and really, if they have any rules at all, it's respect the park and their rules.
1: Exactly, because I mean, if you love something, you're not going to... Destroy it. Exactly, yeah.
0: Um. Alright, another question. Is there ever contention among the quote-unquote social groups or Disney gangs?
1: Yes. So... It's like high school drama. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, you guys are 40 years old. Come on. And absolutely no disrespect to people who've had that, because I'm sure there's legitimate causes for some of them. Yes. But the stuff that I've seen has been very petty and dumb. Um, So it's like, I saw you go to Amanda's party last week, and they'll get jealous. 43-year-old... People are getting jealous of someone going to a party and then kicking them out of a Disney gang. That's fun. Yeah, That's it's, <laughs> it's great. It's so fun. My dad has actually done some challenges for this Disney gang. Oh, yeah. Wh- do, you want, do you want me to talk about that a little bit?
0: Yeah. What kind of uh, social or what kind of games do, the, do they play within these gangs?
1: So... Obviously, if you've been to Disneyland enough times, you you try and figure out the secrets, but it can be a little bit boring. So they will play games across the park, and touching on our thing about alcohol earlier, more more times than not, they it involves sneaking some sort of alcohol into the park. Um, so. There was this one time that when Group Bread was still in DCA, my dad had to buy a group loaf. Group Bread. The Group Bread, yeah. The, the, oh, oh. The Groot Group Bread. Yeah, the Group okay. Bread, like the Group Bread okay. that was shaped like Groot's head. Yeah. Um, which was actually pretty good. Like it, it was pretty tasty. I actually got to try it. But my dad had to buy a loaf of the Group Bread, which is already hard enough to buy, mm-hmm. and sneak an alcoholic beverage into DCA. He did this by having you know go go squeeze like the little applesauce pouch. Yeah. He had one of those and then poured Fireball into the Go-Go Squeeze <laughs> pouch. And so there's this wonderful picture of him holding a loaf of group bread and a pouch full of Fireball.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> <I
1: don't... laughs> Disney gangs. This is, they They are not dangerous people. They are just adults having a fun time and kind of being idiotic. Huh. Yeah. And that was part of a huge survive, like survivor-adjacent game that the entire gang was playing. So it's like if you didn't if you couldn't complete the challenge or your picture was like everybody would post a picture of the challenge that they did, and the person mm-hmm. who had the lowest votes would be kicked off the island quote unquote yeah.
0: so um are there a large amount of these Disney gangs roaming around Disneyland, or is it kind of like a limited number you know or
1: I actually haven't seen a lot of people personally, because yeah. there'll be some times that my dad is like, oh, let's go meet up with one of my friends, and they are wearing the jackets, but it's been next to none. So most of these, these times, they're they're living among you, they're walking next to you, <laughs> because they're not always wearing the jackets, because there's a lot of Disney gangs that don't come in the jean jackets or the pins hmm. or anything, and they don't really have any identifying features, other than they're part of a Facebook group. So, Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, And you mentioned Facebook. Do they have like a large social media?
1: Yeah, they actually have a huge social media uh, presence. There's a lot of people who are in these gangs that don't even live near a Disney park. Because maybe they did it one time and they were part of it and then they moved away. Or it's someone who's interested in Disney but can't really be at the park all the time, which Mm -hmm. is fine. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, And... It, they just have this huge community online, and so it's people connecting from all over the world, just kind of uniting to talk about Disney.
0: That's, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, so obviously Disney gangs are not something to be worried about. Mm-mm. It's super, it's just these adults trying to have fun. So
1: It's, it's just a Disney club. That's yeah. literally all it is.
0: D23, but unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? I think I'm down. Let's create a tuned-in-town Disney club.
1: Oh, I love Disney it! Disney
0: gang, let's do it! But. Heck yeah! All right, thank you, Natalie.
1: No problem. For joining
0: me, it's been fun, uh, and I believe you'll be joining me next week, where we'll be talking about the uh, these underground games that happen underneath Disneyland, and oh, the Disney yeah, Resort, yeah, yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. It'll be that will be a fun episode, I believe, yep. but. All right. Thank you again. No problem. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure to head over to our Instagram and Twitter and to our website at uh, TuneInTown.com where you can hear past episodes, see Disney news articles, and contact us. But thanks for listening and
1: thanks for tuning in.